Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Start your 2024 off right with some new clothes from Leon Tailoring. Something new, something tailor made, something ready made, or something custom made. They got the finest in men's and ladies' apparels, and they also take care of you as well. They've been around for almost so near 100 years and some change, and don't stick around that long unless you're getting it right. So get it over to Leon Tailoring. Tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, in downtown Indianapolis. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Um, I got through another week. We, uh, as you look at our agenda items, Senate bills one through five, are they're all moving pretty well right now. We're a couple of them head into appropriations, obviously, so we can give a fiscal look at those. But uh, we're certainly pleased that those are moving forward and happy to have conversations about uh, those important things, in particular the the uh, the reading uh, that obviously had a long hearing yesterday, which is what we want—a good opportunity to vet that issue and have people weigh in on it. And um, um, you know, education hearings are famously long, but this one was certainly an important one. And uh, glad it got through there, and look forward to continuing the conversation. So, having said all that, what uh, what can I answer for you guys? Uh, lawmakers in the past have tried to present bills to target prior authorization. How confident are you that this is the year to actually? Do something on bigger on prior authorization. Well, How you know, confident are you it's going to be, you know, the bill language that's actually been presented? I think uh, I'm fairly confident. I mean, I think Senator Brown had a prior authorization bill last year, Senate Bill 400, if I recall. But uh, this one is, uh, you know, it's a little more robust or substantial, I think. And and uh, I'm, I'm confident that uh, it's going to be a good conversation. I, I, I is it going to is it possible that it'll get changed through the process? Of course, and that's okay. I mean, we need to have the, the debate and decide what the best course of action is and what the best policy is. But I'm, I'm pretty confident that it'll uh, it'll get to the finish line. And even if it doesn't, it'll be a good conversation that I think Indiana needs to have. On, sorry, you have follow up. On the reading, um, I think there's some debate about the timeline of, you know, letting science of reading get implemented versus when do we start enforcing the retention policies. Where do you stand on that? You know, I don't. I just I have a, I have a sense of urgency on this. I mean, I don't think it's appropriate for us to just wait for those things to happen and and then uh, before we implement the things that are in Senate Bill One. Most of which, of course, is remediation um, all along the line from second grade, uh, summer school, third grade, summer school. But uh, you know, if we if we let kids right now that are in third grade move on to fourth grade when they're not ready, I think we're doing them a disservice. So I have a sense of urgency about us, and I think it's the uh, I think we need to get started on it right now. So the House just passed their anti-Semitism bill for the second year in a row. Um, you've expressed a little bit more hesitancy. What specific things about that? Bill as it's written, do you have concerns with if if so? Well, so uh, I think it's in the same version. I haven't looked at it this year, but I assume it's in the same version. I'll certainly take a look at it, and we'll we'll discuss as a caucus uh, uh, that bill and whether it makes sense to move forward. I mean, it's a really, really important issue right now, obviously, that has kind of come to light since early October and the and the conflict that's going on over in the Middle East, of course. And so um, uh, we'll discuss it in light of that and see if we if it's something that the Senate uh, wants to move forward with. Another bill that passed for the second year in a row out of the House, the uh, Representative. And it's mixed beverages bill. Uh, now it's in the Senate chamber. Uh, 
Where do you stand on that? Already having a lot of conversations about that. So, uh, again, it's going to go to the committee level. Senator Altingle is going to make a decision as to whether he hears it or not. And then um, uh, if he does and it moves out of committee, then we'll have a broader conversation about it. But uh, uh, recognize that it's an important issue to a lot of people. This is the second time that the House has sent it over, and uh, uh, we'll certainly have some conversations about it. We, uh, we had reported on the fact that, um, you know, the IDC usually shares job, or sorry, investment commitment numbers rather than actual investment numbers. And then obviously there's been concerns surrounding the IEDC's handling of the Leap District and water issues. Do you think the IEDC is transparent enough and are you interested in any changes that might increase that transparency? Well, you know, first of all, you have to recognize that the IEDC, sometimes there are things they can't disclose. They have non-disclosure agreements. Um, it, they would uh, do a, a disservice to our recruitment of companies trying to come to the state of Indiana or interested in coming to the state of Indiana if they disclosed who those were um, prematurely. And so you have to be sensitive to that piece of it. Having said that, um, I know Senator Buchanan has a bill to talk about some, um, uh, some more uh, transparency there. I think it's a very healthy conversation and uh, um, uh, I think he uh, uh, I don't know quite if that bill's moved at this point in time but it's certainly something that uh, that's uh, worthy of having a conversation about on the 13th check just out of curiosity are you guys planning on going ahead with the house's version which is kind of another ad hoc 13th check or um, with the Senate which kind of starts up with the uh, long-term plan for delivering a guaranteed one or the other? We'll end up talking about both of them. I don't know that I can say yet where we're going to land. The uh, um, Senator Buchanan, again's bill um, uh, is a product of what they discussed over the summer in an interim study committee about that. And there is some interest in, in some of the parties uh, in this that uh, there is a, a 13th check for some of the folks that are have been retired longer, maybe a COLA for some of the younger ones. That's part of that conversation, and uh, obviously the, the House is going to send that 13th check, kind of the pure 13th check over to us, and um, um, it's a little challenging to do in a non-budget year, but um, uh, we'll see what we do with it. I mean, the money is in, like, those dedicated accounts. Yeah, it is, which which is a so, little different. So it's not exactly like open up the budget. You can make a good argument that it's okay to open that now. But uh, uh, we just are trying to be thoughtful about this approach and do something on a, on a fairly permanent basis. Are you concerned about opening the budget? Opening the budget <laughs> on the child care? Uh, what was that, Senate Bill 2? Yeah, Senate Bill pilot? 2. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's a concern, but that's obviously a super important issue right now. We've got to figure out what we can do for the state of Indiana to help give some relief there. And so uh, it's, a, it's uh, something we decide is extremely important. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, everyone. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.